Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. On this episode, for every sale they make, I get a lead. And for every lead I get, I can nurture that lead for a little bit of time and then sell them something and reward the person for bringing me that lead in the first place. It's a real win-win. It's better to build that long-term relationship and that collaboration than it is to just focus immediately on the on the quick sale. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast, Marketing Made Easy by the Get Savvy Club. I'm Anita and I'm here with Anna. Hello. And this week we have got an interview with Phil Gibbs, has a business called The Referral Hub. This is really good stuff actually because what Phil does is he has a method of marketing your business that actually you only spend money once you make a load of money. So how phenomenal is that if you've got more um, clients and more money coming into your business and only then does it cost you money and it's something that everyone should be doing um, but lots of people don't we're not great at this so it's inspired me um, to crack on and I've already started making a list <laughs> which is you know a start um, so yeah he's going to talk to us about um, what to do how to do it he's got some great tips in there and so let's get into it if you're enjoying marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate review and subscribe hello hello yeah super excited to be here and uh, yeah look forward to uh... some probing questions yeah, Anita always does this thing like at the start where she tries to like uh, psych them out, uh, psych the guests out or something. Do where I? She goes, yeah, you do. You did it the other t- the other day. You're like, oh, we're gonna ask probing questions. Like, just done it to Phil now, or you 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 said it to Pete, the podcast guy. Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna find out all your deep dark secrets. Do you weird them out a bit? Get them scared. It was just a joke, Phil. Don't worry. So, Phil, do you want to tell us a little bit about you and and your background, what your business is about? So, I've been in the referral marketing uh, online game. Um, for quite a while now. Uh, 2008 is when I very first started out. And um, you know, I sort of say that, you know, the internet wasn't black and white when I started, but it definitely was blue and blue and grey. Mm. Do you remember those screens yeah. where it was all like blue? <laughs> oh, yeah. <So. laughs> and dial When you're up dialing up and you just sat there oh. waiting. <laughs> that funny modem noise you used to have to listen to. How our lives have changed, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've been on, you know, working online for quite a while, even though originally I did a lot of sort of mentoring and uh, consultation work. But um, I originally worked as uh, uh, as an affiliate, um, as well as doing the mentoring stuff. I worked as an affiliate selling. I played golf since I was a little boy, and. Um, I set up a business selling golf equipment and clothing and what have you online and realized that there was this thing where I I didn't need to stock any of the product. I didn't need to have really any staff. I didn't need to ship the product or anything like that, that I could effectively just bring leads to businesses and those leads that bought, I earned a commission off. And um, so I ended up building a a collection. It was actually 22 different sites selling uh, different things uh, in the golf arena. Um, and then I packaged them all up and got the opportunity to actually sell them um, uh, as a collective unit of sites that were, you know, generating an amount of revenue. And that made me that made me stop and think for a little while because I, I thought, well, could I do this all over again? Well, yes, but I, I now can't really do it in the golf space because I've been there and done that. Um, and then I realized that actually, um, if I jumped over the other side of the fence, there was a really interesting market. And in actually, there's lots of businesses out there that uh, that could be using um, this performance marketing channel 
um, but they're not even really aware that it's available to them. So I then came on a bit of a mission to help businesses understand that, you know, online referral partnerships, affiliate referral partnerships is a really, a really interesting channel that they should have in their businesses. And, and in fact, when you look at the fastest growing businesses in the world, 81% of them have a, an affiliate or, or referral marketing channel in place. And it doesn't have to be for just the big boys now, you know, everybody can do it. And we kind of all know that that word of mouth and recommendation is the best way to get leads. The holy grail of marketing, yeah. And yet we don't really focus on it. And and a lot of people get them by accident rather than rather than proactively building a system that can bring them a predictable flow. So I'm guessing you were doing that before lots of other people were then. Yeah, yeah, well, I was. Well, the, the business I had before that, I'd actually built up this way. I, I'm a people person. So I kind of stumbled. For me, this, I didn't really think of it initially as a way of marketing. It was just who I am. Um, so I, uh, I, from 2004, I actually um, I got the chance to, to uh, manage uh, and sell a, a, a golf and country club. So um, I knew the owners and they wanted to build it up and sell it. So that was a, that was like a cool opportunity for me, having been a golfer since I was literally eight years old. Um, and we just grew that business by going out to the local community, making relationships with people, getting people referring us, the hotels sending their guests over, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I'd really just, it was just, it, for me, it's just a completely natural way of marketing yourself. And then as online grew and social grew and our ability to share products and services that we like uh, became so much easier because of the the growth in social marketing and our ease of sharing um, then I just sort of started to put the two together and thought well this is what I love doing for me it's a really authentic way of marketing your business um, and so yeah it was it was cool to be over there and, and still to this day I mean when people ask me you know if I work with my mentors and stuff and you know who are your competitors and all that kind of stuff and I thought, well, actually, there's there's probably two or three people in the world that really do what I do. And that, I think, is a little bit sad, actually. I, I wouldn't mind a bit more competition because I think a lot of a lot of people just fall into the trap that the only way to, to, to get traffic is to do, you know, social media activity and or paid social media advertising. And and actually, you know, there's there's like lots of things in business it's it's not that one's right and one's wrong it's actually that maybe a collection and and, and a yeah. few different pillars in your business um can really help you grow so much faster i think the barrier is always technology isn't it because how do you track all of that and as a small business owner you probably think oh i don't want to like get ripped off or rip somebody else off by accident and you know so you just steer away from that so how can people make that simpler how do you do that yeah, so that's a that's a really good point, and and one of the reasons that I started to get a lot more sort of traction from probably 2016 onwards was that platforms that had previously been um, well, sort of arguably even unavailable, or certainly only available to the the corporates, and you know, platforms started to emerge like First Promoter or um, Affiliate Frog 
or uh, referral rock um, you know software programs like these started to to emerge that were weren't really available before um, and they've gradually got better and better and better and like a lot of things in software they've got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper so, so it just opens the market up and and now you know for instance if if you've got an online course, you know, and you're with Thinkific or Teachable or Kajabi, they have their affiliate referral uh, platforms built in. Yeah. So it's so much more widely available now in a really on really robust platforms than it was even five years ago. Mm. Um, and that's what, you know, there's, there's independent platforms now, arguably for a lot of people, if you've got a membership or an online course, which I'm guessing a, 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 a reasonable collection of your community would have, yeah. then they've probably got the features even built into the platform that they're using already. They've just got to go over there and turn it on. But there are also platforms, say you've got a product, um, there are platforms you could do used for that as well that you've just mentioned. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, First Promoter's a really good one, really solid, reliable one. Um, uh, uh, Early Parrot is another great one. Um, really, yeah, it is, isn't it? I like that one. Um, yeah, there's, 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 there's lots out there. I could even, I mean, we could even put a little list if you want in the, yeah, show, in the show notes for this, just to help people dive off and 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 pick. Because, like anything, in you know, there's there's good ones and there's great ones. Uh, yeah. So if I if I send over some notes of some really great ones, then your your guys can kind of shortcut their way to the platforms that really do the job nicely and and uh, and are really affordable. Because most yeah. of these now are like twenty nine to fifty bucks a month. Well, yeah. for a lot of people, that's that's less than one sale. So yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. And if you can put a bit of time into this now, and then maybe have twenty percent more sales that you don't even try for, just because what you do is good and other people like it, that's worth it, isn't it? I speak on a lot of. Well, I used to. I used to speak on a lot of stages. Not so much not <laughs> when so you're much allowed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully that will come back soon. Mm. Um, but one of the things I always do when I'm speaking to a group is is just get people to sort of ask this question and say, well. You know, when did you ask your current customers whether they knew anybody else that your product or service would be a great fit for? And, you know, the room, normally I get everybody actually in some of the bigger rooms to stand up uh, and, and then say, stay standing, you know, mm -hmm. if you've asked your current customers in the last two or three months whether they knew of anybody else that your product or service would be a great fit for. And, and literally like 99% of the room sits down. Yeah, because we just don't do it, and it it's it's the low hanging fruit. Um, yeah, so I like my golden tip for everybody that's listening: just think about reaching out to ten or twenty of your best clients and saying, "Do you know anybody else that you think would be a great fit for us? If so, just you know, and just you know, to get started, you can you can track those via all sorts of options. You know, even little coupon codes or even just one to one if you want to. Just to get just to get this kind of principle and technique in place in a business, because it's quick and easy way to grow, for sure. But it's often not in our nature, is it? As like British, you know, we don't like to kind of push ourselves out on people. But if it's your business, you've just got to go for it, I guess. Well, yeah. Well, we are running businesses, not charities. So, so True. yeah, you know, it's why not? Why not ask people that we've delivered a really great 
product and service for that have had a really cool experience to just say, hey, do you know what? You know, if you know anybody, you know, send them over. And then, of course, a lot of what I do is helping people understand how they can motivate and incentivize those either customers, uh, customer referrals, or working with influential partners, how they can actually take that to the next level and get three, five, 10, 20 referrals each and every week flowing into their business. Um, because that's then when it starts to be a, a real big game changer. All it is is asking the question. And when I used to work in recruitment, we always used to, we'd be on the phone to a client and we were dr drilled into us to make sure we we're always asking if there's anything else we can help with. And it's the most basic thing, but people just don't do it. They never used to do it in, in the in the the offices that I worked in, it used to drive me crazy. Because like, you just ask if anybody else in the business is looking to recruit anybody. It makes a world of difference. But yeah, and, and it's easy because they're already working with you. They already like working with you, and they can just send another job or another person your way. But yeah, it's amazing the amount of people that just don't do it. And to be fair, Anita and I—I I know you're thinking the same, Anita. We do not do this, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Which is embarrassing. <laughs> Because we've been going, it's about a year now, and you know, actually, um, we have, we do have now people that we can actually ask, and we can go, look, we've got these results. Who do? But we just, we just haven't done it yet, and we do, we do need to set something up, in, you know. But I think we've been thinking, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that, and we do ask the odd person, but not anywhere near as we're quite ad hoc in that area, aren't we? Rather than having a system, which is why we need you, Phil. Yeah. Well, it's just look, I. I common sense isn't always common practice and you know that that's the that's the thing isn't it you know it's like I, I do think like Facebook and and certainly a lot of the agencies and things they have done if you look back over the last like five years it's really done an incredible job of almost whitewashing the the small business uh, community into believing that really the only way to get leads into your business is to do some kind of social activity on any of the social platforms but obviously yeah. facebook's been the big driver of it it kind of sucks you into that you've got to be on it a lot to get any kind of traction so you slowly stop doing all these other things and put all your eggs into that basket and leave yourself so vulnerable yeah like basic networking you know years years ago i used to go to uh, bni and yeah it's not <laughs> It, it, now you can network in such a bigger way, but that's just a basic, basic, just a core of a group of people all trying to help each other and refer each other wherever they can. And yeah. it's the same thing, but obviously there's, I mean, I got an email this morning actually from a lady and um, she's trying to sell one of her um, courses and she was saying like, um, and, and in the email it says, um, you know, obviously you're on the fence as to whether or not you want to buy from me. So why don't you, um, you can either book a call with me or book a call with somebody that I've worked with before. And I was like, oh, that's cool that those people would do it for. And then I thought, obviously they'll be getting paid, won't they? They'll be getting a commission of whoever they speak to that then goes on to buy that program. I mean, they may or they may not, but I was thinking there probably yeah. is. But at first I never entered my head that they would be. I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. You're unlikely to recommend something to somebody even for a bit of a commission, if you think it's absolutely shite, aren't you? So that's why it works. Yeah, you're more likely to do so if there's that little bit of incentive monetary-wise as well as. This is a question that comes up quite a lot, really, in that, you know, how do you know people are being authentic when they're recommending something? Well, that really gets driven by the, the company that's running the programme in the first place. So, for instance, all 
and I do this with all our students, whether they're members of the of the membership site or or students of the of the online course. Everybody knows that um, any of the people that that I work with will will have access to our products and services. They will have experienced it in some way, and therefore they're only recommending it because they like it. Yeah. And it's and the company yeah. that drives that. Like if you're going after the right kind of product and service, then they will only be working with people and they'll only be building a team of referral partners or affiliates around them that actually know the, have first-hand experience of the product or service and therefore are completely happy to recommend it. Because, I mean, these days, how easy is it to get called out online? I mean, it can, it, you yeah. know, it, it it doesn't take anybody <laughs> so there's keyboard no, warriors it's, it's too risky to yeah. share something that's a bit but i guess fun. that's why we've not really done it ourselves yet because now we've been going a year and we've had people that have been in our in although obviously people knew us individually um and would you know say how great we were individually as a as the get savvy club that's only yeah. been going for over a year so you know now people have been through our programs they've been in our academy they've got results now it feels like actually those yeah we're not bluffers really if we're going to say we create these results we've got to have done it we're not the kind of you know there's a lot of online people saying i've built multi-million pound businesses and you kind of look at their accounts and they they haven't it's, it's easy to claim all of that isn't it so you mentioned you have an online course what do you teach people in that then i've got a really simple brain right so <laughs> i just i just because you're a man <laughs> yeah Okay, I'll admit it. Like, <laughs> if it gets complex, I can't hack it. <laughs> right. So, I teach one technique basically. I've called it the referral method. Um, it has nine steps, nine accelerators to um, building, you know, your system of referral partnerships around your business. Um, and uh, basically, there's three ways that you can you can study it with this. You can join the the membership site, uh, and you learn it over time. Um, you know, typically people are in the membership site for, you know, around nine to 12 months, something like that. Uh, obviously, they can start seeing wins quickly, but ultimately, you know, the content is drip fed out over time. Um, we, we run uh, the Referral Method Academy, uh, which it takes all the content into 90 days. Uh, and you uh, get a bit more time to, to work with me on it one to one. So you'll do, you know, study and then there's weekly calls and that sort of stuff as well. Um, and then there's a little bit of a, a, you know, there's a high-end accelerator program if, if people want to do it in, in like 30 days. Some people just want to bang, ran it out with their team in no time at all. Uh, so I teach effectively the referral method. That is the product. And then there's just three ways that you can access it depending upon, uh, I guess, budget you know initially and 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 speed you know how quickly you want to implement it in your business and so i just found that having one technique that i teach and then delivering it over three different three different techniques if you like um just allows people to opt in at the one that's genuinely right for them uh yeah. and the stage of their business i love the simplicity of that definitely uh, i owe todd herman for that one i was in a mastermind group where todd herman kind of few years ago now um really ripped my business of, uh, apart in front of a group of other people but actually I was re I was really thankful for him uh, for it because uh, because it gave me that clarity and literally in a, in a like a a 45 60 minute session um I could have felt all embarrassed at the, at the front of the group but I knew that everybody else in the room was knew you know 
we're all of the same kind of ill. Todd just really helped me break it down. I said, why, why are you doing all these different courses? Why have you got all these different products? Isn't that just complicated? And if it's complicated for you, it's probably really confusing for the consumer as well, right? So, so let's just break it all down. Create your methodology. You know, what transformation do you create for people and what pathway do you use to create it? And how do you get people from A to B? Uh, and then just allow them access at different levels and different budget points, depending upon how fast they want to go. And for me, I, I really love it. I think it's uh, simple's best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. We've said the same with the Get Savvy Club. We've got our uh, 90-day program. We've got an academy, so a monthly membership. And then we've got a couple of little ad hoc products that help people get started. And we've gone, that's it. We're not producing anything more. We'll tweak it and then we'll repackage it. But this is it now. We're not actually designing anything new. I think this is a savvy way to set your business up because mm. a lot of people chase products and, and hope that a new product or a new boot camp or a new workshop or a new thing or and and they end up in in this situation where there's just so much going on that that their business is really complex and if the business is complex then your marketing yeah it, it breeds it, it breeds complexity into your marketing and that breeds confusion and confusion is the enemy of conversions one product get really good traction make really good money from that you know and and just stay on that path and then of course if you want to scale further then you might want to think about how you could how you could create a few sort of higher end offers and things like that but ultimately uh, i see it with a lot of the students that are in our courses they've got they've got too much going on and they need to just pick one product. That's the bit that's the breakthrough. It, it's often the hardest step for people. So anybody's yeah. like listening to this, like, and you're thinking, well, that's really difficult. What do I pick? And I totally get it. But, but from experience, uh, um, firsthand and with a lot of the people that we've worked with, when you do commit to that one thing and have, have the confidence to commit to that one thing, because when you do, everything gets easier. So I'm guessing you practice what you preach and get most of your business through referrals. So we've got over 3,000 students in the academy. That's the premium course. Wow. I've never spent a single penny on Facebook ads. Not wow. a See, dime. That is why people need to listen to this podcast and find out the gold you can teach people. For me, I use the, like the, the phrase like, let's earn it first. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to... It helps your. It's so much easier to scale your business when you're earning the you're earning the banking the money first. You're earning the sale first, and then you're rewarding the the party that's brought you that sale second. So much of business is chicken and egg, and almost a gamble, isn't it? Like we just did our last launch and um, put more money in Facebook ads than we ever have before, and ended up with about the same result. So we're like, <laughs> that's that Facebook like uh, sort of wave that I talked about this is like everybody's like in that mode of and I'm not saying that look Facebook ads definitely can be profitable and you can reach more your audience and absolutely you know it it there's a time and a place for it but don't just think that that's the only marketing channel you've got because there's lots of other marketing channels that work really really well as well and in fact a solid business isn't balanced on the top of one pillar it it has a a breadth of several pillars underneath it that all bring in sales. So basically, we work with twenty four. We've got between at any one point in time twenty four to thirty six partners. Um, we our marketing is really simple. 
So we do podcasts like this or, or uh, uh, so with one partner, we would spend maybe just over a week um, in and around their community, whether that's on a podcast or whether that's a Facebook lives in a group or whether that's just videos being emailed out to their community or, or whatever it might be. Um, and we've got a little series of, of sort of things that we teach just to build up some know, like and trust. Uh, and then we invite people to to a masterclass at the end of that. Um, the masterclass is a bit more of a teach, but equally, you know, it, it then hopefully helps people to raise their hand and say, I like the sound of this. I, I think, you know, I think I could get more referrals in my business. And of course, then that leads them over to anybody that wants to buy either the membership or the academy from us. Um, so, yeah, we completely it, that is the marketing that we do. I don't spend any money on any social ad platforms at all. Never have. So your ideal client is a potential partner then? I split things that s- some clients can be potential partners as well. Um but I tend to I teach something in the in the academy called the the, the partner dartboard. It's a bit, bit difficult to do this on a podcast, but we'll have a go. So, <laughs> so, um, so <laughs> shall I describe what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, so, so what we're doing is we're thinking, about, we're thinking about you in the in the middle of a circle. OK, you are your business in the middle of a circle. And then on the circle on the outside, you've got you've got five individual little prongs, if you like five stays if you like and then each one of those stays could be a type of referral partner so for instance um podcasters are brilliant referral partners because if you think what they need in their business you know if you need content if you haven't got content you've not got a podcast um so you're building up this community and you need to constantly deliver some valuable content to them so if I come along and say, well, look, over two or three episodes, I could share some some insights with your community around, you know, uh, researching their ideal referral partners, recruiting them, getting them to say yes, and actually then motivating them to take action. So we could do we could do three quick little 10, 15 minute super consumable podcasts or Facebook lives or videos, whatever it might be, teaching them those kind of techniques and get them to think about how they could do that in their business. And then at the end of that, invite them to a little masterclass. So if you think your business is in the middle of this circle on the outside of the circle, you've got your five little uh, prongs, if you like. Podcast could be one, Um, you know, equally authors and speakers could potentially be another, you know, who are the key authors and speakers in your community? Who are the key podcasters in your community? Because speakers and authors uh, normally have a community around them to some extent. They're normally perhaps got a Facebook group or what have you. Yeah. Equally, you might have people that specialize on YouTube. You know, if you go into YouTube and type in your your product or, or service or people that you think would have your ideal customers, who run the biggest YouTube channels? Uh, because again they need content they need to constantly now if you can be the source of helping somebody and look i've done this with all sorts of stuff it doesn't have to be digital products this can be physical products too i've done i've helped people do buying guides for uh, we even did a few years ago now buying guides for buying the right bed Uh (laughs) buying the right bed and the right mattress you know for you and your body type and how you sleep and all that kind of stuff and and this person well they would know you know that it was like choosing the right mattress so they came up with this guide that says well if you suffer with this type of back pain or you sleep in this way or whatever then you want to think about these types of mattresses um 
and it was a little buyer's guide effectively and then anybody that was interested in that obviously just just moved through and then the obvious solution for buying the right mattress is to go to the person that's just told you how to work out which one's right for you mm -hmm. uh, you know and what to look out for and you know what type of temperature you climate you live in and whether you get hot at night or cold and all the rest of it you know it was now that's like super super basic but it's physical product but it still works with the with the technique yeah. equally we we do it a lot with with like sort of wedding providers because when you've you know when you book a wedding you don't just book one thing there's right. a collection of things that surround a wedding so if you or are the wedding person sat in the middle of the circle for instance or if you're anything to do with weddings then you know there's car hire there's suit hire there's dj there's venue there's food there's you know there's other entertainment there's photographer now all these people can be potentially referring traffic back and forth because they're all dealing with the same customer and what i get people to think up is is like well when when you're building your business then who else is serving your ideal client at and around the time where they're thinking about you collaboration is key isn't it at the moment because if you're just a little business one man band um then to always invent the wheel yourself is madness if you've got people out there selling to your audience and not competing with you and they're just a little one-man man trying to do it all themselves then why not collaborate and offer more to the market but benefit from each other's um, audience as well so here's a here's a good insight for everybody it's on there because it works particularly well around this time of the year so um when we're coming up to like black friday and december and january sales what most businesses are looking for is how that how can they create a really irresistible offer around the product or service that they have what most people think about is that they're trying to sell their own stuff so let's not we need to like delay the gratification a little bit and not and not go immediately for the sell so one of the techniques that i teach is is how can you how can you support your potential partners at and around this sale period by giving them maybe something um, that's of low cost or no cost to you. So how can you complement the offer that they're going to the market with by giving something that leads them into you? Because what you'll get then is that when they get a sale, you'll get a lead. And, yeah. and that can be a really nice way of bringing that partnership together because most people go look at Black Friday and they're immediately zoned in on how can you sell. Whereas everything I do around Black Friday is not about how I can sell. It's how can I support my partners to sell? And if I've got then 20 partners that I'm offering, you know, little guides to or little masterclasses or whatever it is, because our business is very, you know, very info product based, um, then they're able to add that onto their offer for Black Friday or December or whatever it might be. For every sale they make, I get a lead. And for every lead I get, I can nurture that lead a little bit for a little bit of time and then sell them something and reward the person for bringing me that lead in the first place. It's yeah, a real exactly. it's a real win win. It's better to build that long term relationship and that collaboration than it is to just focus immediately on the on the quick sale. You really understand, obviously, your customer journey. So you know if you get someone into your world at point X, you can move them through slowly to become a customer at point Y. Um, so it's about focusing on all the different touch points of getting people into your world rather than just focusing on sales all the time. Yeah, well, and the beauty of that referral part is that is that often 
the the journey from from you know the, them coming in to them buying is so much shorter. Well, we all know as consumers, you know, if I'm looking for somebody to come and do some decorating in the house, I won't just Google it. I'll go out to people I know and say, do you know a good decorator? And it's exactly the same, isn't it? That's it in a nutshell. Um, mm. You're much more prepared to, to go with two or three leads that you've got from there than you are to go to. Well, I was going to say yellow pages, but that's showing that <laughs> I, I would say I would say that, but yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Our, our, our listeners will know what that is. <laughs> that's kind of our... <laughs> yeah, our uh, listeners will know the yellow pages, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm 46 for you. Those the days, weren't they? Yeah. I just want to get back to your dartboard in case we've missed anything out on it. So yeah, you've, you've said like podcasts, author speakers. I think we're going into collaborating. Was there any others... That we, that we missed out on. Yeah, so so I, I always look around on Facebook, you know, for um, one of the rungs might be, you know, Facebook people who 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 runs and, and manages a group, who's a facilitator mm. of a group. If you're very B2B, I've had people use, you know, some people run some nice little LinkedIn groups and uh, as well, if you're very sort of uh, B2B based. But I tend to say that Facebook groups are really quite nice. And I like Facebook groups because you can also see, by joining the group before you've even asked to partner with the person you can get a feel for how the group is run and managed and you can get a feel for whether you you think that your target audience are in there and whether the person that's running the group is talking them talking to that community in a way that you would feel fits with your values the other one which feels a little bit old hat but it's still very powerful is like membership um memberships and forums like mums.net is still a massive we were talking about the women's institute weren't we yeah love that yeah yeah totally yeah those associations those forums that that can be another gold mine it's a great way to start often one or two partnerships can be a real game changer for most businesses because they can bring you in that collection of leads and sales that that you convert really quickly and easily and put cash directly into your bank without actually costing you anything. You don't need to speculate any up, up, up yeah. front. I actually call it gambling when I'm doing my my like a lot of my <laughs> presentations is like really when we're doing Facebook ads, we're really going to the casino. We're going to the marketing casino and we're gambling some money. (laughs) Testing might not work, just like gambling. You know, it is exactly the same. A lot of what I've done over the years is to do with launching. None of the big players will ever launch on their own. And whether it's, even even if it's a book, I mean, I've done done book launches uh, where they wanted to achieve a, you know, a number one bestseller and therefore you've got to get the volume of sales in a shorter period of time. Well, you know, nobody does that. Look, Marie Folio's B School, loads of partners. Yeah. Amy yes. Porterfield, DC, DCM, um, a load, a load of partners. Stu McLaren's Tribe, a load mm. of partners. I could mm. you know, on and on and on and on. Well, they're all a little clique. They all partner each other, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but they do it because it works. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they're non-competing. They're all. That's the perfect example of it. And whilst they're maybe some of the pinnacle people in their in their niches. Um, you know, the same tactic can be deployed at any level of the uh, of the tier, every, every tier of the, you know, of maturity, if you like. Mm. Um, you know, you just think, well, that's what they, the tactic they do is that they use people who can also access, you know, their target customer. Mm. Uh, and they use that to spread the word, build the brand. And it's no risk 
because they're just rewarding them for the people that convert across at the end. Um, so, you know, we, we can do it. I don't want people to think that they have to be massive to start because mm. you absolutely don't. It's like two or three referral partners bringing in a couple of leads a month or whatever it might be. Just start there. I think what's interesting about what you're saying is it's all about how community is still key. And it used to be, you know, years and years and years ago, we all met at church on a Sunday and had a gossip and a chat about who was doing what and where to get stuff from. And now it's moved online, but it's still there. We all still like to be part of a pack. The human element is the same. That has not changed. Mm. We just have a load more tools that we can use to reach people in different ways. But the human element is still the same. I think we found out the answer to this just by talking to you. But um, yeah, what makes you savvy? And you can take that question any way you want. So I definitely, I'm going to link back to what I said earlier so it's nice and clear. Like, earn it first. You know, let's not, let's, we, the, you do not need to speculate your marketing money to, to grow your business. Um, work on getting some referral partnerships in place. Earn the sale first. Uh, and then reward the people that are bringing you those sales second, because that's a predictable, safe way to scale your business. And it's and it's quicker, too, because the leads that come in are much more likely to buy. So and the other question that we have is a, a book recommendation. So can you recommend a book for our listeners? And one lucky Ooh, listener okay. will get to win it. So uh, don't choose something that's not in copy anymore. Oh, no. OK. And I'm not going to choose mine because that feels like cheating. <laughs> well, we have actually got somebody coming on a podcast. We were trying to do the podcast with him yesterday, but unfortunately his, his audio was terrible. So we've told him to go and buy a mic and uh, we're going to try again next week. But he said to me when I originally spoke to him, I said, oh, we always ask what makes you savvy. And we always ask um, for a book recommendation. He went, oh, I don't I haven't read a book. And I, I was getting really frustrated with him because I was like, you must have read a book at some point. And he's actually written a book, which is why he wants to be on. <laughs> but he hasn't read one any himself. So he read one in 2006. He remembered. So he dug it out, didn't he? He said, I've got a book. David, yeah. my, my, yeah. my library behind me there. <laughs> I've got loads. Um, I'm going to go with one that uh, is not necessarily marketing, but but it, but I think it is a real. I'm a big believer that if uh, if we want any business business growth, business development, then we have to grow in ourselves. Um, and it's almost impossible to grow your business if you're not growing yourself. So I'm going to go with the alter ego effect from Todd Herman. Mm-hmm. I think is a is a really powerful one. Todd's worked with a lot of anything from you know sporting. Uh, you know, sporting Olympians or sporting heroes through to, you know, business leaders of of the FTSE 100 companies or whatever it might be. Because really what he's about is sort of getting peak performance. It's fascinating to read that book and get to understand how people use alter egos to achieve and become their best self. Um, And and there's times to use and and deploy your alter ego and there's times to, to not. Mm. Um, and you know, so I, I liken it to to actually, you know, you know, when people go and speak on stage, or when you deliver a webinar, or whatever it might be, or a Facebook Live, then you know, you you, you have to arrive with energy, and mm. and you know, and you have to be somebody that you wouldn't perhaps normally be when you're backstage to deliver um, the best possible message that you can in that particular environment. You have to turn up in a particular way. Um, and the alter ego effectively helps people assume 
their alter ego for certain roles that they have in their life so that they can be as effective as possible in that particular scenario. Uh, let me follow up with one other tip as well, because I know um, so a lot of people buy the books and then never read them. I'll put my hand up to that I for mean- sure, all the time. I'd really recommend getting an Audible subscription for yeah. literally, I think it's We've like both five, got them. five, six pounds a month. Yeah. Um, uh, and then get the Alter Ego on Audible. And it's actually Todd reading it to you. So you get a really nice oh, okay. experience of it. You know, if you're going to do an, uh, an hour's walk every day or something like that, you know, or deliberately do an hour's walk for a week, because mm. I think the book is about six and a half hours. So do a deliberately go out for seven days on a trot set time of the day, put your headphones in and go for an hour's walk and listen and you'll consume the book in less than a week. And it's a get, it'll be a game changer. It'll give you more confidence in knowing how to turn up at those different situations in your life and be your best self. I'm not an affiliate for Audible, but the genius of Audible is they make it really easy to try a book. And if you didn't like it, you can just return it. So it's great. You've got, it's a no-risk strategy. I'm always doing it. I'm always thinking, I'll give that one a go. I start listening. I think this is absolute rubbish. Send it back. Try another one. So it's fantastic to just, you know, give loads of different things a go because there's so much out there, isn't there? Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for being on. How, what is the best way for people to find you then, Phil? I know we're going to have some show Which notes they should in here. do. Um, but what's, you know, how would you cool. prefer people to come find you? So I'm um, I'm at the Philip Gibbs on all the social platforms. My mother, bless her, spelt my name with double L. So yeah. that's P-H-I-L-L-I-P-G-I-B-B-S. Yeah. I have got a bit of a, a gift if anybody wants it from the podcast. Can we can we share a little gift with people? Yeah, sure. Um, so if they go to um, philipgibbs.co.uk and forward slash uh, masterclass, there's a little 60-minute um, profitable marketing masterclass there. It just helps people understand where they are with their marketing right now and uh, a pathway to how they could move it forward. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Awesome. So that was the amazing Phil Gibbs from the Referral Hub. Fantastic to have him on. I've actually followed him for quite a few years. Um, I've known of him for quite a while. So good to know that he's still doing his stuff, still doing it really well. And it's just as relevant now as it ever was so yeah uh, if you're not doing anything in terms of getting referrals from the people around you do what he says and just literally start asking Pete your clients now if they know anyone that they can send your way and you should see your business building that way so if you haven't done it already please subscribe rate review the podcast um if you screenshot your review that you do or even just screenshot this particular episode and then put it um, uh, on social media and tag us in it, then you'll be in with a shout of winning one of the books as well that's recommended on this podcast. So fantastic. Thanks a lot. Oh, and um, don't forget, we've got a quickie coming out on Thursday. Oh, yeah. And I can't be all professional and trailer and tell you what it is because we're not that organised. <laughs> we no, don't do it no. that far ahead. So who yeah. knows what it will be about, but it will be there and it will be quick and it will be yeah. great. It'll be quick and it'll be good. We don't know what it is yet. See you all soon. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, join our Facebook group. Just search Get Savvy Club.